0: Woo! So, world, welcome to 801 Horror Occult! Woo! Pretend Marcy's here because she's not. I'm solo again. I'm all about my lonesome. Oh, sad. Yep, so that's the intro you get. It's just a bunch of. You should hear me when I do haircuts. I'm very noisy. (laughs) when I did people hair and then when I did dog hair I am just a noise making machine yep (laughs) so welcome world to 801 horror occult we have our stick figure picture drawing of Marcy who likes to party over by the Marcy mic because Marcy doesn't want to be here today I'm just kidding she couldn't So, it's me. You guys get another one. Only today. It's not an awkward file. Nope. Because I already had this planned. I just had to do her portion of it, too. (laughs) So, it will still be very awkward. But, it's not an awkward file episode. It's just a, a solo episode. Uh, let's see. Okay, so... I have a very, very special one, which I'm kind of bummed Marcy's not here for because I wanted to get her feedback. So this is a case near and dear to my heart. It's a case that since day one, I was invested. Even before it went bananas, it's very, very under the radar It's not as publicized as you'd think. (laughs) And it was hard as hell until the last few years to find it. And I've been waiting to post this because I've been waiting for more and more information all the time. So I didn't want to do this episode quite yet. But I couldn't resist. And we'll probably have to do an update after. But there's enough to make an episode now. Fuck yeah! Okay. So, this case i'm very very excited about today you're gonna go on a crazy twisted journey with me as we delve into are you ready for this the february 9th killer dun 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 what is the february 9th killer who's the february 9th killer i'm sorry my phone (laughs) not my phone my computer my phone is on vibrate which is also being noisy Anyways, the February 9th killer. Not many people have heard about it, and it was really hard to find any information throughout the years until a few years ago. And even then, it was on the DL for the most part. And then now, you can find a little bit more information on it, but it's still hard to find a lot on, and it's all pretty much the same. Be it podcasts, which there's like not very many podcasts on this, and then news stuff and all that fun jazz <laughs> it's kind of hard to find which is another reason why i waited okay so this february ninth killer started off in taylorsville and when it started in it, the first time 2006 okay i first heard it and i got i got a chill through my bones and I was like, oh, shit, this is going to be a serial killer. I just know it. And that was before any other murders happened. Okay. So who called it? This girl. Because it happened. And I am awesome. <laughs> totally called it. I felt it in my bones. That's the thing. I went with my gut instinct. And I was like, oh, hell no. There's going to be more. And it's going to be a repetition. And it was. is very repetitious. But, there's a lot of open-ended things to this case. Not necessarily what happened here, but with the killer himself. And it'll I'll bring it up later as we get more into it. Some of you may have heard about the February 9th killer. And why is he called the February 9th killer? I hope you gathered it there now. Because he, you know, kills on February 9th. <laughs> for um it was two years spaced apart but there were two different murders but technically he killed three people killed three people two different murders um and it's right all in in the hot land of uh taylorsville and west valley so super close super super close to things and when the second murder like when the second murder happened, if it was not on that same day, I wonder if they would have even linked the guy together. Although he's pretty dumb and left some very, very strong evidence against him. <laughs> so it probably could have still happened. It would have just been a little harder. But he's an idiot. <laughs> he was not thinking when he murdered. Um, But I wonder if it was different. They wouldn't if, different date would they have gathered this information and thought oh might be the same guy I still can't believe no one has heard about it and I talked about it forever and like not many people no one knew what to call him, so everyone's just like the February 9th killer well I am everyone because no one else really paid attention to it except for me out of the people I knew okay so my plaid clad cult um Shall we delve into this, into the February ninth killer? Yes, yes, we shall. Blah, 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 blah. All righty then. <laughs> so, the February ninth killer. Dun dun dun. On February ninth, two thousand and six, at the Callaway Apartments. Now some. Like, by some, I mean one website gave the actual address. The other one said it was at the wrong apartment complex, which is actually right next to this one where it actually happened, but they said it's not the same one. This is the correct one. I put the address in to make sure, but when I first heard it, I figured it was these apartments. And these apartments kind of janky and creepy anyways. Think of it as those of you who know about... Rose Park and Glendale here in good old Salt Lake. Um, it's crazy. It's like Ogden. <laughs> it's it's not very good. <laughs> so, no, not, I knew some people that live there and they had a creepy time. Some of you might be listening, actually. Hey, what's up? So, so um, the Callaway Apartments, it's right next to a golf course and it's where all... The creepy people and drug people live. <laughs> so if you're into drugs or you like to rob things or stab people, go live there. It's real real fun, not scary at all. But so on February 9th, 2006 at the Callaway Apartments in Taylorsville, Utah, a terrible murder happened to a mother-to-be. She's 29 years old. Her name was Sonia Miha. I probably didn't say that right. She was six months pregnant, which is tragic because that's how the two double murder happened. So she lived there with her husband and eight-year-old son. That morning, she was alone when a dubious dude drinking a Coke and eating a bag of Cheetos was seen talking to Sonia at 1130 a.m. There was a witness who saw this this sir talking to her and everything was all good and then things started to get a little violent he put his hand around her neck um he struck her aside the side the head like pushed her down on the ground and made his way into her apartment all while bringing his cheetos and his coke in So did he, like, grab them and put them in? Like, I don't really know the logistics, but it's important details that y'all need to know. There's a bottle of Coke, and not the drug, the drink, which is some people's drug, especially if you live in Utah, and a bag of Cheetos. Not flaming Cheetos, by the way, just regular Cheetos, which makes me think of a sunny episode when Dee's cat got stuck in the wall and Charlie had to come help her get it out and he had Cheeto dust all over his fingers. So yeah, so this witness saw that happen, didn't say anything, but knowing the area and the kind of people that live there, you kind of keep to yourself there because it's a creepy place. You know, there's a lot of violence and crime going on around there. So, I mean, I personally would have gone inside and then called the police. So, you know, you couldn't see that. Because clearly some shit happened. It's not just like a slap and a walk by slapping. And, you know? No. He went in there after he witnessed that. So, but he did get a good look at the guy, which I will go over in a little bit. So, once this Cheeto creepo got into the apartment, uh, there was it was a, a mess because he... Just, there was a struggle, shit happened, you know, she's trying to defend herself and her unborn child, so, you know, you go through all that shit trying to fight off this douche canoe. So, in the end, he sexually assaulted and then strangled her until she passed. And then, he fled, leaving some valuable evidence, which later on definitely works out in their favor, because that, like, puts... One of the biggest nails in the coffin. <laughs> Between this one and the other murder, he's dumb and he just doomed himself, which is good because then he will get justice for it. But sad it even had to happen. But thank God you're an idiot, sir. He then, after fleeing the apartment, he stole her. I think they said it was a gold Ford escort. Um. Which was found four days later at the Fairfield Inn. It's about 16 blocks away from her house or apartment. And in it, they found some jewelry that she was wearing at the time. So there's a ruby ring, a diamond ring, which I had both of those because they're both really cool. Um, Some cash, and then uh, I think it's a lady. Is it a lady of people of Guadalupe or a lady Guadalupe? pendant thing it was some religious pendant we'll just say that so six hours later after the cheeto creepo left and took the car um her poor husband came home from work and found her lifeless body Uh, the house was a mess and he went into the bedroom and found his wife on the bed he just poor guy called nine one one. So it turns out she had been strangled with ligature marks all around her neck and was sexually assaulted. Then they did an autopsy on the poor six-month-old baby to see how the baby died. And the poor baby just died of maternal demise. So there was a chance if things happened differently, the baby could have lived. Which is really, really sad. That the baby could have made it but didn't but nobody knew so the witness like they were canvassing the area asking people if they saw anything the police i should say (laughs) because now since the police are called the police are getting involved in this so they're canvassing the area trying to find anything they can talking to people which I would, even as a police officer, I would be afraid to talk to some of those people that live there. So let me clear this up. It's that apartment complex because it was lower income. It's really cheap. Real skeezy. <laughs> so, you know, that brings in all the fun elements and terrible living. <laughs> so, so, it's not everywhere. It's just, you know, around that area. Because, again, we're not in Ogden. It's fine. <laughs> so one of the witnesses who saw this lady get smacked around by him, but he told the police um that the man that he saw was a Hispanic male between twenty and twenty nine, medium build, around five six five blah, 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 around five foot six, <laughs> short, dark hair, combed back, and about between one thirty-five and one fifty pounds. So he got a really good look at this guy because he was probably just watching because, you know, all of your neighbors around there like to just gossip and see all the drama because there's nothing better to do because they're not selling crack. Just kidding. Everyone there sells crack, but it sounded funny. <laughs> so, so yeah, so they have that so they can be on the lookout for that or looking for her car which they found later four days later um so they got dna from her body when they did the autopsy on sonia actually a full dna profile because someone didn't just jizz in his pants nope i know i shouldn't joke about that but you know it helps all of that helped to get this fella so yeah. So they got the full DNA profile now because he didn't jizz in his pants. He jizzed somewhere else. Um, And then the FBI did a little profile for our good old Taylorsville police officers. Um, They're looking for an animal abuser. Yep, that's one thing that was stressed. It's like, just because he killed... Not every killer does kill animals. Most do because they start that way. Well, at first it usually starts with... Wetting the beds and fires and then torturing animals. But again, not every time. (laughs) But yeah, that was one thing, first and foremost, that they said is that. It's like, really? Okay, sad, poor animals. But then there's some serial killers that would never kill an animal. But they'll kill children. Which is weird. I personally would not want to kill either. But that's just me. No one should kill anyone, really. Except for clowns i hate clowns okay anyway so um the fingerprints that were on the coke bottle in the cheeto bag yeah they got it Suckers. so that adds to the to their already ever growing list of evidence that they have against this mofo um the husband and to make sure that it wasn't just stuff laying around the house the husband said that they don't drink coke and they rarely have cheetos in the house so that couldn't have belonged to them which (laughs) again dumb dumb i mean it, it works in the favor of getting yourself caught but why would you be eating cheetos and drinking a coke right as you're going to do those terrible things that you did You're leaving so much evidence everywhere. I said so much. You're leaving so much evidence. It's mind-blowing that someone can be that dumb. But again, with all this evidence that they're having and they're building this case, they kind of come to a standstill and they do not find anyone yet. So the case kind of goes cold. One year goes by. Nothing. You know. So they're thinking. Oh, it's probably just your typical one and done. But no. No there wasn't. Because the next year. So two years after the first murder. It happened again. The Cheeto Creeper. Or Cheeto Creepo as I said earlier. Struck again. So on February 9th of 2008. 57 year old. Damiana Castillo uh, had a gruesome encounter with the same Cheeto creepo. Um Damiana was known to be a very prompt lady. And she was very religious, so she never was late for work and she always went to church. And she, she sounded like a very lovely lady and just very nice to everyone. So it's sad that such a sweet soul was taken away. But she moved here from Mexico and lived in West Valley. And she's just having fun until that fateful day. So when she didn't show up the next day on February 10th to church, it was weird and not usual for her. So she was reportedly seen leaving work on Saturday, February 9th, 2008 at 7.30 p.m. That's the last time she was seen. And then Sunday, February 10th, 2008, she didn't go to church like no one had seen her. So her son went to her apartment, which is now called the Redwood Apartments, which is of course on Redwood, such a clever name. But at that time, it was not called the Redwoods. It was called something else because I had a friend that lived there and those apartments are just as janky as... (laughs) the callaway apartments but i can't remember what it's called but yeah it's real janky there was always cockroaches everywhere so i never liked to go there it's creepy at least we didn't encounter any bed bugs not that i lived there but i did visit there <laughs> same with callaway dude they had cockroaches everywhere it could be different now because that was a million years ago but yeah so again that's a lower income apartment um complex. So again, you're going to have more crime and stuff, but it's way better than the Callaway apartments were. So I just had to put that for the record. Anyways. <laughs> so he went to her apartment to check on her and he was horrified to see that there was clearly a struggle that happened. But first and foremost, his mom was right in the doorway. Her poor body was just there. In the doorway, and he had to see it. Uh, she was on the ground, covered by a pillow, which is horrible. And then you just look—you first and foremost, you see that, and then you see that there was clearly a struggle. Things aren't there's like a table that was knocked over, and then on the couch, um, uh, her wallet and purse were dumped, and her jewelry box had been ransacked. There was just. A big old mess there to deal with. She too was strangled. Um she also had the ligature marks, the same as the other and was sexually assaulted as well. So he same MO for murder. Like he just what's his deal? I mean it's kinda of crazy that he's doing it and i really want to know if there was a date significance as to why he did it or if he's just truly dumb and it was a coincidence that these were on february 9th two days or two years apart and then it's like did he do it somewhere else (laughs) like is there another february 9th murder somewhere else i should look into that i didn't think about that till just now but so they took a dna sample off of the ligature ligature used to strangle her. So thank God for that. Uh, and they compared it to Sonia's case with his, you know, stupid Cheeto fingers. And it was a mat. Or, and her DNA that he, you know, j- didn't jizz in his pants. Uh, they took that, the DNA match. They took the fingerprints from from the wallet that was on the couch and compared it to... The Cheeto Prince, that was in Sonia's house. And that too was a match. So there's more information there. Just just building up. You know, just totally getting ready to damn him. Like there's no tomorrow. <laughs> like it, it makes you think. Like is he truly that stupid? That he's just... Again, with the first murder... murder What's the first murder? You have your Cheeto marks? And drinking a Coke so you can get evidence not only from the fingerprints, but from your mouth drinking that? This is ridiculous. Anyways. So, when I found out about the second murder, I got chills. I was like, oh shit, here it is. I didn't even forget about that first one. I didn't because I knew. It was coming. It's like the Starks in Winterfell, and they kept saying, Winter's coming. I was the same way about this case. I knew it. It was gonna happen. So, I was just, like, glued into this. I was like, "Ooh," And, like, at first they didn't, with the first crime, you know, of course you're not gonna think about, oh, it's a serial killer unless you're Kira. But with the second one, there's a lot of similarities that, you know, you you can't ignore. So, not only were they both Hispanic women um, that were home alone, they both were strangled, they both were sexually assaulted and robbed, and they only lived one mile apart, which is true because the Calloway Apartments, so where the Redwood Apartments are, um, it's on Redwood. So, if you kind of go... Down the street a little, and I can't remember which street it is you go up, but you go Kitty Corner, and then you take another road, and you just go straight down, and there's Calloway, so it's not that far at all. Makes you think, was he living in those apartments? We'll get to that. Not the Redwoods one, but the Calloway apartments, which doesn't surprise me again, because really, Really creepy people usually live there. It might have changed, but probably not. <laughs> so, with all these similarities that you can't just ignore, um, police put together a 20, 20 police officer task force. So you get some from the West Valley Division because of the... um redwood apartments murder and then you have some from the taylorsville part because of the callaway apartments so they're they're mashing it up and they got this task force going so they can try and solve the two cold cases but not only that also to check to see if there are any other cases that would also be linked to these murders Just in case, you know. Which I really do wonder. And then, like, was he living in that apartment around there the whole time? Or was he, like, hopping around to different apartments? Or was he somewhere else at that time? Or was he just laying low and got an urge to kill again? And another question. Was he just robbing and then it turned into murder? Like, just doing the aggravated robbery and burglary and not meaning to murder but it just kind of happened or did he go in there planning to murder i feel maybe the first one's not planning to murder because he was eating cheetos and drinking a coke and took it in with him but who knows i don't know i'm kind of (laughs) dumb what's your theories on this the second one though he at least didn't bring the junk food in. But still. What the hell? Where? Where? Where is this going? I don't even know. Okay. So, with this task force getting together. Because they have such strong evidence already. And they, they just know they're going to get this guy. Because they have such strong evidence to get him. <laughs> I put, they got the... The pre-ready arrest warrant. So they can nail this guy once they actually find him. For the the evil doings of Sonia, her unborn child, and Damiana. So as soon as they would find this, they kept calling in all the articles and stuff that I would hear and read. The few that there are out there. Because <laughs> there's not very many. Well, they called him the John Doe Killer. But I just think of when they're dead, they're like John Doe's or Jane Doe's. So it's weird to think of like a murderer being called out just because they don't have a name. It makes sense. Still weird. I don't feel right about it. (laughs) At all. So. um... (laughs) But yeah, so they're ready to pounce on him like a tiger once they can find him. Uh, Nothing came around. And no new leads after that. For many moons. Until 2016. The uh, fingerprint analysis broke the case. Because why? The Cheeto Creepo is stupid and left lots of evidence. (laughs) So they ran it through the database. And found a match to someone there's a name now to the Cheeto Creepo. I will still call him the Cheeto Crepo, but this is his name. Juan Antonio Ariola Morilla. Again, I'm very bad with names. We all know this. That's why I just call him the Cheeto Creepo. But yeah, that's his name. Uh, it matched. <laughs> Here's why. Y'all ready for this? So, this 41-year-old, junk-food-eating, messy bastard <laughs> was arrested and convicted in 2008, the same year as the second murder um, of fraud. It was eight months after he had killed this poor, sweet woman. He got arrested for fraud, got convicted... Then he got deported back to Mexico. So, these fingerprints that they had. I just got to tell you this because I found it pretty interesting (laughs) that the, the Cheeto fingerprint that they had was his right index finger. On the Coke bottle was his right thumb, the print that they got. And then, from the second murder... On her wallet, it was there was a fingerprint of the right middle finger. So, all of these are just his right hand. So, they, they just need two more fingers and they got the whole hand. But, yeah. So, I thought that part was a little bit interesting. So, I had to add that. Uh, <laughs> now, they have a face to the Cheeto print. And the wallet print. So, boop. He's linked to both murders, technically three because of the unborn baby, but, um, they can't do shit about it yet because now they have to go through a nice lengthy process of what? Of extraditing him back to the U.S., to Utah, so he can then be charged for the shit that he did. So, it's a very long, it's a very intricate process very back and forth. I don't know if you guys know much about the extradition process for things, but it varies from country to country. And there are some countries that are like, fuck you. We're not doing that shit at all. And then you can just be free and have done all these crimes in America and they won't extradite you back. But the second you leave that country, they can swoop up on you. So just be aware if you're going to do that, be smart. Just kidding. Don't do any of it anyways so while they're working on doing all the the fun filings and back and forth for the extradition process and during this whole extradition process so they have a name to the two cold cases and they got this so they were just kind of hinting saying we have updates we'll keep you updated public you know very very minimal if anything So in 2017, an official warrant was issued, but the details and the names were sealed because of the delicate process that is known as the extradition process. (laughs) So until it's all cool beans and he's in America, they can't can't release the names because they don't want him to know. They got to keep it close to the chest. They don't want him to get word that they're working on the extradition process so he'll have to be put back into America to be charged with the crimes. They don't want him to flee. So you keep it chill, but you let people know enough that they have a name, they can't say it, they're pursuing, but they can't tell you when or where or any of that. Just basically that they're on it. <laughs> so so that's Then it goes and lays low. And then for another bit until January 10th of 2022, you hear something because there's a whole bunch of nothing still. And I have been, again, I've been following this case since the very first murder in 2006 when everyone thought I was crazy because they're like, there was only one murder. How do you know? And I'm like, you don't understand. I know. I just had it. I felt it in my bones. I felt it. So there was a whole bunch of nothing after that. Just, just nothing. So we waited again and waited until we got more news. Then finally, the sill was lifted on January 10th of 2022. So last year... The seal is lifted and we could finally find the name of the February 9th killer and all the details. So then we found out that he was getting extradited from Mexico because he got deported for fraud and there's his name. So go find him and cut his willie off. No, not really. Not that part. But it would have been funny because sexual assault ain't right. Um. So yeah, so he was extradited and he was booked into the Salt Lake County Jail to answer for his crimes so he was charged with three aggravated uh, murder charges two aggravated robbery charges and two aggravated burglary charges they could not pursue the death penalty at all which is this part is also really common with crimes like this and they have to extradite people back um you can't pursue the death penalty. Most countries will not allow it because um, if they're giving you their citizen back, like you can't, they don't want that citizen murdered. He will have to definitely um, do the whole sentence, but we can't do the murder charge. So he's just going to rot in prison and then probably be deported after, I'd imagine, because it's not like he's going to be approved to stay here after everything he's done. <laughs> so, while the whole extradition process was going, they were putting also putting, like, a paper trail together. And this is a crazy little tidbit I thought people should hear. So, on the paperwork, as he was getting deported, the address that he put down was the same apartment complex where sonia was murdered so that means, was he living there this is kind of where i'm getting at from the beginning let's go back in time and reel it back to now so yeah was he like literally living there i i just want to know this was he <laughs> this is crazy like did he kind of scout out and see her before and then go to talk to her, and was like waiting until her husband was off like at work, and I don't know where their eight- year old son was at all. I couldn't find anything on it besides she had she lived with her eight- year-old son and her husband, so I don't know, but was he like kind of scouting out the places first to kind of you know see when their're what their schedules are like and when they're gonna be alone? and whatnot because there's not a whole lot of information out there yet that I can find (laughs) yet though so um he as far as I, I have tried to find to see if the trial has gone on yet but from what I can find it's not yet so if you guys know if the trial has proceeded and he's been sentenced let me know but I'm pretty sure I'd have found something by now that's why we might have an update later. Maybe next February 9th we'll do the update of the February 9th killer. <laughs> but he's still awaiting trial as far as I know. I can't wait to see. Because then maybe more information will come out. Like, I want to know if he's just going to talk and tell his story. I need to know these answers because I have followed this since day one. And my brain has always gone bananas like of all the things it could be. I need to know everything that it could be. What is it? What could it be? What is this? <laughs> Nightmare before Christmas reference. Yeah. So police think that it was just a coincidence of the dates. And that's it. But it's really like, yeah, it's two years apart, but it's the same date. He killed them the same way. Like, they're. The same, I did. There's just too much that it's like, is it really a coincidence? Because those are some big ass coincidences. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> I need to know. And then while he was in Mexico, because he was in Mexico for quite a while until he got extradited back, did he murder anyone then? Like, did he continue with the February 9th every two years? Like, is there just that cool off process that he was like, oh shit, and then he waits and he cools off? And he sees if he's going to get caught at all and he lays low. And then he starts getting that urge again and amps up. Or does he just feel like he wants to rob again and then he ends up murdering? And so would it be like every two years? (laughs) So he'd be like the (laughs) (laughs) every two year February 9th killer? Yeah, let's just tack that on to his nickname. I mean, I still personally like the Cheeto Creepo nickname best. So was it a coincidence? Like, what do you guys think it is? I want to know if you have theories or anything like that, or if you know more information or details on this, because Kira, who's been following, again, been following this since day one, needs to know. I would love to know. Let's discuss. I want to discuss with you guys. I want to know, have you guys been following this since day one too? Do you know him? Because I know some of y'all have lived there then. Do you, have you guys seen this man? Like, I'll post a picture of it when we put the promo for this up. I'm going to put a picture of him up. So have you seen this man around at all? I mean, not currently unless you work in the, the jail or the legal system, but like, I'm very curious to know because that's all around here. I'm curious. I would like to know. And it's not, I was hoping that the court proceedings would have happened by now so we could just wrap this up with a nice and shiny bow. But, as far as I know, trial's still waiting. So, they're probably getting all their legal stuff together. But, all the evidence that is there is just so strong. So strong. It's intense for my soul. So, I'd like to know. Or, have you guys started, like, found a case and then it started turning into multiple murders and you guys are excited because you found it since day one and you're like oh man this is getting crazy like I want to know I want to hear from you guys I also need to turn my dryer on because it's laundry day and I have to work tomorrow (laughs) I got some more time to fill guys want to talk about how much we hate folding laundry and putting laundry away do you know how much I would just like to hire someone to just put my laundry away and fold it? Well, fold it first, then put it away, please. But yeah, I, I just don't like it. I absolutely hate it with a passion. <laughs> don't like it. I don't mind putting it in the washer and the dryer, you know. That's fine. It's the end process. I really hate, really hate. Do you guys like take it out and then just let it sit? I'll clean your hamper ready for you to fold it and you just don't for a day or two or half a week sometimes. (laughs) I know some of you out there. Immediately fold it. Good for you. Come to my house and do that for me, please. (laughs) Because I can't. I just can't. Sometimes I do. I might tonight. Or I might not. I don't know. Um, yeah. Laundry fucking sucks and so does the Cheeto creepo. (sighs) So I really hope he gets what's coming to him and he we can find more information if there was any murders in Mexico that he also is linked to. I don't know if I'll be able to find that out and I'm if I can find it I'll update with that too, but I know there's more to this story. I feel it. If you guys have any um cases you would like us to cover mm, definitely hit us up on any of the socials, Twitter, on Facebook, on our Instagram. You can email us at 801 r c u l t v i x at gmail.com. You can use your mind powers to try and tap into my mind powers and we can communicate that way. Dude, that would be really cool if that happened. Let's try it. Somebody try it and hit me up and we'll see if we both have good mind powers together. (laughs) How awesome would that be? Uh, um, Yeah. yeah. Marcy's not here. So it's a naked Kira episode. (laughs) It's a nudist episode. Oh, there we go. So when it's not an awkward files episode and it's just me, Kira anti pants. Did I even say that in the beginning? Well, if not, I'm introducing myself at the very end. You're welcome. I'm sure you figured it out by now. But it now is the nudist Kira episode series when it's just me and it's not an Awkward Files episode. <laughs> yeah. All my nudists unite. We can wear plaid capes. Okay. That's the only clothes And socks because I really like socks. So we can wear socks and we can wear capes. But other than that, we're nudists. Okay. But that's only when it's a solo episode and it's not an awkward file. Okay, cool. So, I think I've jabbered enough. Shall we get to the song list? Hey, Kira. Sup, slut. Oh, I miss you, Marcy. (laughs) What's on your playlist? Okay. Since Cheetos is a theme today, I have found every song that has to do with Cheetos. (laughs) Cheetos. (laughs) Y'all ready for this? And when we get our website up and running, we have, we will have songs from every playlist from every episode. So as many links as I can find, because some of them you can't find on Spotify because it'll be on Spotify, our playlist. Some of them Spotify doesn't have, but most of the songs that we have on all of our playlists, you'll be able to click and listen to. So you can learn some new music. So, number one is Rhino, the song Cheetos. <laughs> yep, just plain Cheetos. <laughs> Next one The Rich Kids, Hot Cheetos and Takis. <laughs> that song is really, really catchy and adorable because it's a bunch of kids doing it. And they're actually pretty good rappers, I must say. So, yeah, <laughs> Cheetos and Takis. Oh man, that song's so catchy, y'all gotta hear it. Okay, number three, Mono Neon, Hot Cheetos. And I gotta say, being that I'm a fan of bass lines and some kick ass heavy bass lines, this song, Hot Cheetos, by Mono Neon, so badass. I really appreciate his bass playing. It's mwah, chef kiss. So next is Sosa Man, with two ends, <laughs> the song, Cheetos. And the number five. We're rounding up all the playlists, and we're going to take it down a bit. This is for the people that buy a bag of Cheetos, but then they kind of forget about it because they don't finish it. So this song is by Trey Day. The song, Stale Hot Cheetos. <laughs> I challenged myself to get this playlist and have it be nothing but songs about Cheetos, and I was successful. Thank you all five of these artists for having songs about Cheetos for me, be it Flaming Hot or just regular. And then an added Takis too, because those are good. Yeah, I haven't had any of those forever. But I don't currently want any of these things because now it's just involved in murder. It's awful. Yeah. So there's my playlist. So, so guys, let me get real close to this microphone. Okay. Can you hear me? Yeah. So, do you want to know who this week's Silver Fox is? I do. Sure, Kara Tell me all about it, because I'm Marcy, and I missed you, because you're so amazing. Aw, thanks, Marcy, who's not here. Oh, stick figure Marcy is the best. (laughs) So, are you guys ready for this? I figured I could get away with this, because Marcy's not here. Except for stick figure one, and she agrees with me, because she just said I was the best. So, I... Being the Ramstein fan that I am, since I was a wee lass with my dad and we would just rock out to Ramstein, um, Till Lindemann, yeah, the singer of Ramstein. you're 60, you're hot, your voice is incredibly creepy and awesome all at the same time, you do the Tillhammer, which will not only give you whiplash, but kind of hurt your back, but you look badass doing it. Especially with your age. Being that you're 60, how the hell are you still doing the Tillhammer? It's great! You, Mr. Till Lindemann, are beautiful, even with your piercing of your eyebrow and your head banging, your beautiful blue eyes, your Olympic swimming history, and your incredibly deep voice, and the crazy things you can do with your voice. I must say to you, sir, that I love you. I like Richard and Christoph more, but I still love you. And I know many girls who would prefer you. And this is for you, my friends who are obsessed with Till Lindemann. For the February 9th Killer episode. Till Lindemann, you're our silver fox. We love you. also side note before we end this in looking for people i was trying to find a silver fox that had the birthday of february 9th none of them (laughs) none of them were silver fox age yet but because i love sunny absolutely so much everyone in this Production of 801 Horror Cult Love Sunny. Charlie Day, who is (laughs) Charlie from It's Always Sunny. His birthday is February 9th. Hmm. How funny is that? So, happy birthday, Charlie Day. I love you. You're the best rat-killing janitor of them all. Sure, you eat blocks of cheese. You sweat ridiculous amounts. You hate people's knees, so you would hate me freeing my knees. You like magnets (laughs) and ghouls (laughs) Charlie, day, we love you. One day you will be of silver fox age until then. Happy birthday. Yay. (laughs) If you would like to follow us on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter. Or Twitter. Twitter us. (laughs) Tweet us. Uh, go to 801Horror0Cult, C-C-U-L-T. Um, or you can also email us, which would be killer, mm-hmm. at 801 vix at gmail. So 801H-O-R-R-O-R-C-U-L-T-V-I-X <laughs> at gmail. We'd love to hear from you. Tell us your stories. We we will totally tell those stories because mm-hmm. who doesn't want to hear that? You can hear our version of your story. Yes, it, it will, will be, be real thing. weird. <laughs> you know how people do listeners' tales? We'll be like, we're going to put a spin on yes, your tale. <laughs> this will be our version of your tale. We'll be like the the modern art of your tale. Yes, artistic I'm, expressions. It'll be beautiful. Also, follow us, subscribe, and rate us a we, good rating please please be kind yeah rewind we want like two more listeners <laughs> it would be lovely if there <laughs> were at least two yeah at least we'll get two there. more <laughs> we'll get there it's... marcy will show you her boobies <laughs> <laughs> and kira will show you her anti panty beads what are we talking about next week well i'm deciding on my own <laughs> because Marcy, was not all let me look through my book As I hit my mic Woo-woo, ooh, ooh, And sing for you So, I'm gonna surprise you But I'm gonna throw some shit out to ya Because I don't wanna keep you on your toes Oh, oh Okay, what are we doing next week? Hmm, so we do have a... Valentine's special coming up? Is that going to be it? Or is it going to be a tarot card episode with a a special guest of Mary Postmortem? Maybe? Or is it going to be a stalker episode? You know, because this is the month of fucked up love. And we have to share this with you.